welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin' Fantasy Champs? A little late week, a little late week show here. Things going a little bit more slower in my post mind this week. Usually it's like Tuesday, Thursday, or Wednesday, Friday when we post. This show is a little bit late. But that's all right. It's a little slow. Welcome to Fantasy, 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 Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me. As always, what's poppin'? Ricardo. What's up? It's late because I was playing Madden all day. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I wasn't playing Madden all day. I wish I was. Right before we started recording, I uh, or got on the Zoom call, I should say. Hopped in a Madden game. Yeah. And then the moment... I, the game started. I get a text from you. Okay, I'm ready. Um, it's so funny because I'm in a. I joined like one of those um, like online Madden leagues. Yeah, and it's uh, very competitive. You pay to play. Like so, every season you pay twenty something bucks. Um, so there's money involved. So it's a little more competitive. Um, and now I practice so much Madden that just people who play it casually, I destroy. It's messed up. It's not even fun anymore. <laughs> I played sad. my brother and I won seventy-two to seven. Yeah, it's kind of that is kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's also kind of enjoyable, but uh, anyway, well, I'm sure it is if you're winning. Yeah, one hundred percent. So uh, anyway, welcome to Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, today we're going to bring you a 2022 Dynasty Startup Mock Draft, a Dynasty Startup Mock Draft. Um. This is prior to knowing a lot about the rookie players in the draft. So, obviously, there's going to be guys that get drafted uh, in the top end of the NFL draft uh, that maybe aren't on this list. I know Rick has some excitement for a few guys, um, and there might be some rookies on this. Uh, Just let it be known that we're drafting mostly guys that um, are in the NFL currently, not guys that aren't in the NFL currently. Um, But we're going to do a start-up mock draft uh, before we do that, check out our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all those platforms. Listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, please leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below any questions you may or may not have for us pertaining to this mock draft. And give us some mock grades. So Tell us if we suck. Tell us if we don't suck. I always get into this time of year right around draft season, and I get hyped up for the draft. And I'm like, freaking A. I need more dynasty startups. But the long drafts where it takes a week and I'm just thinking about fantasy football for an entire week, it's so enjoyable. Um, it really is. But I, when you start up a dynasty team, you don't lose that team. So now you just end up in 172 leagues where I have $20 buy-ins and I'm spending five grand on 17 leagues. Yep. So... I try to limit myself. Maybe no more startups this year. I tried to reset the Champs League. Rick Rick won't let me do that. No. Because he likes his team. Because my team is freaking loaded. I like my I like my team too. Not gonna lie. Yeah, but do you have Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson? Yeah, Cooper Cup's gonna blow next year. That's not that's not true. I, I take that back. Calvin Ridley. As your wide receiver for Terry McLaurin. Uh, so, yes. My wide receiver five. 
we are going to uh, mock draft a startup. Um, this particular mock draft, if you can see on screen, I'll go into draft settings. Uh, we have it set to two QB because that's probably the most accurate um, data you can get. They don't have a superflex dynasty superflex option uh, on sleeper for mock drafts. So if you just add a second accurate. quarterback, the automatic drafting system will do it based on dynasty PPR. So I set it for two QB, but it is a PPR dynasty league. Um, the two QB will give us basically what a super flex um, ADP might look like. Uh, we have a quarterback running two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, two flex spots, a super flex spot and uh, 15 bench slots. 15, 12 team, by the way, didn't say that um, I got to set this to no limit so that, um, well, actually I might, so when I set it to no limit, sometimes sometimes it gets a little funky. Yeah, that might. They might not pick. So anyway, Change I'm going to pick six. Rick's going to pick seven. Uh, we're going to try to give you our best strategies. I want to take us through. I, I don't know how far we can actually. Like, I have 15 bench spots. And by the time you get to round like 20, maybe yeah, round 15, you start running out of guys. So um, for this show, we're probably only going to run through like five or six rounds. We might continue this mock draft in the future, maybe in a couple weeks, uh, and and see oh. what we get for the finished product. But as of right now, we're going to do five, six, seven rounds, however many we can do, and uh, what, how much time we got left. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. 20, <laughs> 20 minutes. Yeah. Something 20 like minutes all right so i don't think we can do it in 20 minutes is there anything we'll, we'll i forgot try. to mention no i you already mentioned this but i'll just reinforce it like there are i don't think there are any rookies i was just looking through it um so it's things are obviously going to be different if you do a real dynasty startup now um, i know some people like to do it before the nfl draft i think we're both on the same page we like to do it after the nfl draft um to see landing spots and all that stuff but uh yeah, so keep that in mind. There are no rookies, so this is just based on the players who are in the league right now. Yes, I agree. Um, I'm I'm getting a message from that Madden league. Somebody wants to play right now, and uh, of course, I got I have to respond so they don't think I'm. I'm you got to decline telling me they're doing a. I'm doing a dynasty status guy in the middle of February. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm setting up for this. All right, let's let's get the um. Let's get the show started, and or, or the, the mock draft started. Star draft. Okay, yeah, we're, we want to start. See, I knew this was going to happen. You didn't set a timer. Yeah, you didn't because you didn't set a timer. I do this every time. All right, we're going to pause the draft. I love how we're like, so prepared, but I, I've watched other shows. Are we, are we? Yeah. I've watched other shows, and um, I'm going to set it to four hours. Because we start talking about a pick for four hours, we're freaking screwed. Um, I, I've seen other shows where it's worse, so we're, we're okay. Resume draft. Okay. Kyler Murray went one one I doubt that would happen. JT one, two. Tell oh, me about gosh. that. See, this is, this is something else. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess in a normal super flex draft, you probably would get several quarterbacks off the board first. Um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, um, Taylor, I think Taylor would still be on the board and Jefferson would be too. I think the first like five or six picks would be quarterbacks. Yeah, I agree. Maybe and me seven. and Rick will probably deal with that. Um, I'm going to take Josh Allen to start. Um, 
See, this makes my pick hard because do I do Jackson or do I do Burrow? Let me go check what I have. You probably should do Jackson. See, I probably should do Lamar. I would, if, I think if I was actually drafting this spot, I'd probably take. Okay, I have the sound effects. Um, I would probably take Burrow, just like a watch and play. Okay, all right. Okay, so, so this is very interesting. The first round was Kyler Murray, Jonathan Taylor, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Justin Jefferson, Josh Allen by me, Lamar Jackson by Rick. Uh, and then we had Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, Javante Williams, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Swift, and then Austin Eckler. Uh, Javante started the second round. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> – I really do not think – Kamara would go that high. Um, You'd be surprised. I don't think Eckler would go that high. I understand, like, I understand there are some people that would like the player. Right now, but early, very early, very, very early ADP for redraft, which we will analyze the redraft. in the future. Totally different, though, uh, with the 20. Eckler's going to be 27. Kamara is the 101. What? Yeah. I don't think that's going to stay. Um, but, like, Eckler as a 27-year-old running back in every startup I've done, mm-hmm. people are scared of running backs, especially once they're, like, 25 and older. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCaffrey, I could see that just because uh, he's McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting that CeeDee Lamb was a third receiver off the board, so that leaves um, some guys like A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill. Uh, someone who did he get picked already? Did DeAndre? Oh, DeAndre Swift got picked already. Okay, so that's someone who I think could be up this high. Um, it's interesting because I think you can make the argument to go quarterback again here, mm-hmm. especially in a super flex league. Um. Don't do it. Receivers are also very valuable Don't too. Do looking it. at like AJ Brown and Waddle. Yeah, right. Uh, take a receiver. Harry Kill. Take a receiver. You'll have no, a I'm going to take quarterback. No. Um, but the question is which one? Okay. Last year at this time, Trevor Lawrence was the clear 101 in rookie drafts. But now Trey Lance, who was a lot of people's 1 2 or 1 3, and the only reason he wasn't 1 1. That's because he wasn't starter. He's going to be the starter now. And then there's also Justin Fields, who we are both very high on. I don't know. I I would have to do some research on who I would want. I'm going to lean Trey Lance, though. Right oh, now. thank God. Justin Fields. Okay. <laughs> I'll take Justin Just Fields. Just because. Just because. Yeah, we're not going to have any other Trey secondary Lance is players be. because these guys are boneheads. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like the cor- so if we are drafting with real people, which maybe we can try later on in the offseason, yeah. uh, Tre- Trevor Lawrence would not be on the board still. Russell Wilson would not be on the board. Deshaun Watson probably wouldn't be on the board. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if Matt Stafford or Jalen Hurts would be on the board at this point. But uh, the only reason I took Trey Lance was just because I think uh, his running upside and mm-hmm. he plays in as much as I love fields, but. The San Francisco offense and Kyle Shanahan is at least 
Like we know what we're going to get. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to get with the Bears coaching staff. Right. Yeah, no. I, and I think from the from the perspective of like just the first two rounds of a of a super flex draft, like like Rick said, a lot of times the quarterbacks like you'll have 10 or 15 quarterbacks go on the first like two to three rounds. So, you know, having the amount of quarterbacks that we had taken here, what is it like? 10 if that yes nine um and a lot of skill position guys came off the board um so you know but i think the importance of starting a super flex rookie draft or not rookie draft a super flex um startup you have to get your quarterbacks early i've seen like super flex dynasty teams uh that i've taken over who drafted in prior years wait on taking a quarterback and they end up taking one in the 13th, you know, or not the 13th, but like the seventh, eighth, ninth round. And by the time you hit that point, you're talking about drafting guys like freaking Ryan Tannehill, like Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield. And those guys might be decent quarterbacks for your team in a secondary spot. But after that, it's like a giant drop off, and you don't have a second. You don't have a, a second quarterback overall, and so yep. you know what you're going to draft like Daniel Jones in like, <laughs> like the later rounds to have your third quarterback, so that one of your teams goes on a bye week. It's almost a guaranteed loss at that point. So yeah. having a plethora of quarterbacks on your roster and having multiple quarterbacks who can play at a high level is super important uh, to a dynasty team success. Because if you have two very, very good quarterbacks, for example, Rick's team with Lamar Jackson, Trey Lance, a lot of rushing going on there, uh, which is very, very good for the for the quarterback position in fantasy football. But if or Josh La- Allen and Justin Fields. That's true. Josh Allen and Justin Fields as well. But like with those quarterbacks, they're probably going to score a lot of fantasy points. And if you yeah. if you know, say Trey Lance becomes a top you know, seven fantasy quarterback next year. And Lamar Jackson is a top five guy, right? Oh yeah. If you have two top seven yeah, fantasy quarterbacks, dominate other teams. It doesn't hard to not win. <laughs> it matters. It, it, it obviously matters what the rest of the roster looks like, but Rick, like Rick said, it's hard to not win with those quarterbacks. Yeah. So it is crucial in the first two rounds, like almost every super flex mock and every super flex startup I do. I usually take two quarterbacks unless I have a strong feeling about somebody who maybe gets taken in the third. Right. And I'll tell you the most competitive league that I am in with the biggest buy-in that I'm in. um, I want to say the first 15 picks, I want to say 13 of them were quarterbacks. And when I drafted. Yeah. So it gives you an idea. Right. Of what competitive dynasty people think. So with that being said, um, we have a couple of different guys here that got taken. Tyree Kill, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams, Derek Henry, A.J. Brown, Kyle Pitts, Cooper Cup, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, and then Mark Henry is wild to me in the second round. Andrew, which one? <laughs> Derek Henry. It's a oh, lot. I you said Cup. No, Cup is Yeah, fine. for old man Derek Henry. I'm trading yeah. Derek Henry if I have him in the Oh, list, which 100%. I don't because of my 100%. hatred. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so there's a couple of different guys that we can go with here. Um, I do like Debo Samuel, but he is 26 years old. So, you know, and that team is is transitioning to a new quarterback. No offense to Rick's guy on his, 
super flex team. Oh, I don't know if he's even gonna be good, but but uh, if if Trey Lance, like if Trey Lance ends up sucking or I see, and that the the question is is like it depends really what you're trying to do. Like if you're in a startup and you're like, okay, I'm in win now mode. Like I'm not trying to build because some people just draft rookies and they're like building for the future. I'll be good in like three years. I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. know how you could start a startup draft with that mindset. But anyway, and then there are the people who are like, okay, they're the middlings. They're like, I'm going to try to draft guys that can help me win now. <clears throat> yep. And then some younger guys that I can influence and flex in there later. And then yes. there are guys that are like, all right, I'm just going to draft all of these really good players who are old now and win. And yep. then when my team sucks in a year, we'll be good. I definitely prefer the middling of yes. those three yep. strategies. You don't have to go with a specific hardline strategy. And that's not to say that that no. doesn't work. There was a team in a startup league that we had uh, last year, the League yep. of Ordinary Gentlemen, yep. um, who all, drafted all veterans. several rookies. Oh, yeah, this one too. Like all rookies almost. Um, we had two ends of the spectrum. In that yes. League. And the guy who drafted the win now lost with Chris yep. Carson and a bunch. Of, that's so bad. It's going to be such a bad team next year. It's so bad. But anyway, Aaron Jones. Um, so I could go Debo, 26 years old. Metcalf yep. is probably the safer pick. He's kind of ranked higher than I would probably have him at this point. Me too. Um, say it again. I, I I agree with you. I like Metcalf, and he's young, and he's got a lot of potential, but There's the quarterback situation scares me. Um, so I was going to say, uh, and then you could also – there's a, there's a specific guy that I like, and you can fill in the running back position a little bit later. Agreed. But I think I'm going to go with somebody who I think is going to have – I mean, and it's hard to say this because I. it sounds like this team is going to go with the quarterback they have moving forward, and I probably okay. should go with another guy. But I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle. Okay. That was the guy I was thinking about too. Um, the running back position – you could make an argument here for, but I, I think I, I'm with you. Um, where receivers and dynasty are just a little bit more mm-hmm. important, they can just last longer. Um, I think you can fill the running back spot. There's still some really good guys later on. Yep. Uh, yeah, Waddle was probably going to be my pick, out, but I was definitely debating between him and Debo, so you made my pick easier. Debo. Yes, he is 26, but he just turned 26 this mm-hmm. month. So he's going to be 26 all of next year. Um, it's still pretty young for a wide receiver. Uh, he's clearly the the focal point of the offense going forward. And I have Trey Lance, so I'll, I'll just stack him. Mm-hmm. But um, someone who is interesting, I wonder if he's going to make it to our next pick. We'll see. No, he did not. I was going to say suggest Deontay Johnson. If they get a quarterback upgrade, I mean, he was good with Big Ben. I want to get your thoughts on mm-hmm. maybe that. Um. So for Deontay, I I do like him as a receiver, and I think he's definitely a trustworthy like target. But I also think when Big Ben likes a receiver, he targets them a lot. And Big Ben's not there anymore. And I don't know that if Jimmy G walks in or you know Russ walks in or Aaron Rodgers even walks in, I don't know that it's going to be target Deontay Johnson 190 times. Like I, I just don't know if that's going to be the case. I really am not excited. Like I, and I, I'll stick with this, even though it's probably not the best take. But I do like Chase Claypool over Deontay Johnson um, mm. in the long term, just because 
I think he has a, I think he's bigger. He's more like, not more athletic, but he's bigger and stronger and more of a red zone target than Deontay. So there's more of an opportunity for Chase Claypool. If he gets a solid target share of like 120, 130 targets to put up Stefan Diggs when he was with the Minnesota Vikings numbers. Um, Whereas Deontay Johnson is basically a slot receiver. Um, and if he doesn't get target share, like you see how many targets he got, he should have been like top three, like, like Antonio Brown was. Yeah. But because he didn't get red zone targets that often, um, he just didn't end up in that vicinity. Now I could be totally wrong and they could just, it could just be the offensive scheme and they target him 160 times anyway. So that <laughs> could go either way, but I don't know that I want to draft him in the top four rounds of a rookie draft. Mm. If that's what you're getting at. But anyway, DK Metcalf, Saquon Barkley, Jalen Hurts, Antonio Gibson, Russell Wilson, Stefan Diggs, George Kittle, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Deontay Johnson, then Cam Akers. Now it's Rick's pick. Freaking Cam Akers came off the board. <laughs> um, now, realistically here, like I could see Stafford again, Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to take those guys. Um, I really, really like J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. Um, will probably end up being my pick here. Do we have a specific, like, is this PPR, half PPR? Did we establish that? Uh, it's PPR. It is PPR, okay. It's interesting, though, with T. Higgins, because you feel like his ceiling is going to be capped off with Jamar Chase there, and it feels like he's always going to be, like, the 1B mm-hmm. to Jamar Chase. But he's ranked very, very highly, um, not just on sleeper, because yeah. he's the best available wide receiver, but um, on a lot of, like, ranking sites T Higgins is like a top 13 dynasty top 15 dynasty wide receiver um it's because of his age he's with Joe Burrow and if Chase ever gets hurt he's probably gonna get like 15 targets a game um because he already he already puts up big numbers with Chase um so he's someone who I think especially in PPR is very intriguing here DJ Moore is another guy if he gets a quarterback Devontae Smith obviously had a great rookie season Chris Godwin, depending on where he goes, McLaurin. There's some really good wide receivers still here. Mm. I just love DK Dobbins, man. I would put him in the same category as the Gibson, the Akers, the Barkley. Um, I'd probably in Dynasty put him ahead of Chubb at this point. And that's saying something because I'm a big Nick Chubb guy. You would change <sighs> Nick Chubb. This is tough, man. This is tough. It's PPR, you said though, right? Yes. I got to go receiver then. Got to go receiver. I'm just going to go T. Higgins. Not a bad pick. It's a safe pick. Yeah, it's, it's, a, safe it's, a, pick. it's a very safe pick. Um, Sheesh. I, I want to go receiver too, but I don't, I don't know who to go with. <laughs> it's just like it's a couple different guys, right? Hey, what the hell? Chris Godwin. Okay. I feel like that's kind of similar. It's a safe pick. I don't I don't know. I don't know where he's gonna be, but I will take yeah. Chris Godwin. He's gonna be he's him. gonna be good wherever he goes. Yeah. But, I agree. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Um so after my pick, JK Dobbins, Travis Kelsey, Matt Stafford, Terry McLaurin, Aaron Jones, DJ Moore, Deshaun Watson, David Montgomery, Travis Etienne, Aaron Rodgers, and why did Rick say, Are you've got to be kidding me? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. Oh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Now I got to figure out what guy you want. And just 
take him to spot Mac Jones. Okay. Mac attack, baby. I don't know why he's ahead of Zach Wilson and Tua, to be honest, but well, maybe two actually. I kind of, uh, yeah. I wouldn't put him ahead of Zach Wilson. I don't know what this is going to look like, and I kind of feel a little bit gross, but I'm going to take Devonta Smith. Yeah, that's probably the guy I would have gone or considered. Um, But, man, I have two juicy running backs here. And no, it's not Clyde Edwards Slayer, how the mighty have fallen. Um, Josh Jacobs is only 23 years old. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people realize that. he's He literally is Joe Mixon right now. Like, you remember how a lot of people were yes. like, Joe Mixon, break. Yes. Some people were like, break out. And then others were like, no, stop. And I feel like a lot of people are on the no stop with Josh Jacobs. And he literally, every single year since he started his career, has increased his target share from two per game to three per game to now this season was 4.2 per game. Uh, targets per game, I should say. So you're looking at you're looking at Josh Jacobs right now, who's 23 years old, still on the younger side, and is increasing in target share, and is on a football team where Josh McDaniels loves to use the running backs. So take that as you will. I do like Josh Jacobs, right? And I like him with McDaniels too, because you know how Josh feels about running the ball. I'm curious and to see the running back when he was in Denver. For the running back position, because I'm does he True. run it like Bill or? Now, what are your thoughts? Because you're he's fine. Oh, he might be available with your next pick, but Elijah Mitchell too. I'm not. I'm not about Elijah Mitchell. I think everyone's kind of. That's a half baked take. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know in two months. I think it's totally indifferent with Elijah Mitchell. Like the people who are all on board. I wouldn't go that far, but to me, there's a lot of people that are hate Elijah Mitchell and are just like getting rid of him. But he was a rookie running back in a run first system that finishes like a top 15 running back. And as long as mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan likes him, he's going to stay like that. Uh, yeah. But he's the same age as Jacobs. And I know what I'm getting with Jacobs and the receiver position. Like I love Elijah more. I just think it's mm-hmm. a little early there. Jerry Judy has potential. Calvin Ridley Hopkins is, I think a little old. I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. What a bad pick. Um, Do we want to pause it now? I can't remember how long it has been. And can. uh, Yeah, let's let's pause it here in the fifth round. Or we can take our sixth picks and then end it. Um, All right. So after Rick's pick, Zeke, Waller, Hawkinson, Ridley, Carter, uh, Evans, Elijah Mitchell, Keenan Allen, Mac Jones, and then Michael Pittman. Good wide receiver, Michael Pittman. That's a teammate. Salute to you. Oh, okay. Um, Rick is now on the board. I was going to pick, take my pick. I am on the board. Part of me wants to go D-hop just because it balances. Like, I have two pretty young receivers. Yeah. Um, I think it would fit pretty well. I love Elijah more though. I would take my pants off, rip them, and throw them in the ocean to draft Elijah more if I had the chance. Let me see what tight ends are available. Dallas Goddard, no fun. Mm-hmm. Clyde. Yeah, I think I think Hopkins is just the best player available here, and he fits well with what I'm trying to do. 
Still has another year. Aaron Rodgers' next top. favorite target. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's good pick. Good pick, Jerry Jerry G. G. <laughs> All right, so that that'll do it. I so I basically Rick, it, that's a pretty safe pick with Hopkins, especially if you're getting him in the sixth round. You're not right. looking at DeAndre Hopkins going, oh my god, he's old. Like it's something that you <laughs> he's can, my third receiver. He's your third receiver. You can utilize him right now, and yes. then when the time comes, maybe in the next year or so, you can deal him and, and use that pick to to move up. Uh, as far as Judy is concerned, I, I, he's had some struggles with injuries, and pick. even when even when he's been on the field, um, he's kind of been okay. And I think for him, it's mostly due to the fact that they just don't have a quarterback that can sufficiently get the ball to him. Um, he was going between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater all season long, and, and then he dealt with the injury. And so I, there's just a couple of things with Jerry Judy. But he has slid from – I remember doing startup drafts, and he was like in the third round where Waddle is right now, um, and people were taking him there going, this guy's going to be elite. Uh, and now after two seasons of of mediocrity, he's starting to slide down boards, and people are like, "Okay, you know, you're you're literally taking Jerry Judy in a startup draft, startup dynasty draft, um, right next to DeAndre Hopkins in the sixth round." I don't know. That feels like a value to me. Um, but if he does get a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, like it's it's that's money. Yeah. I agree. I agree. If, if if Rogers goes to Denver, which a lot of people, that's expectation. Yeah. And he's not a part of the trade. Cause that has also been something that I don't know if it's um, a rumor or if it's just people suggesting it mm-hmm. because the Packers need a, a receiver, especially if Devontae Adam, Adams goes, but there's been people saying that Judy could be involved in the Rogers trade, which would suck for Judy. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that would be freaking horrible. But if he stays in Denver and they somehow get Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you right now, he will not be a sixth round pick. He'll traded, probably be though. like a he'll probably be like a third or fourth. He has one of those like contracts where he's out, right? Jerry Judy or Rogers? No, 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 Rogers. That was it. That's the end of his contract. I I don't know. I think no. I think he has. It's like an option. It's a weird thing that they oh, okay. did last offseason to have him potentially get traded. Okay. All right, there you go. Six rounds of a startup mock draft. I had uh, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Jalen Waller, Chris Godwin, Devonta Smith, and Jerry Judy. Don't have a running back yet. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. I want to do that soon. <laughs> I have uh, Lamar Jackson, Trey Lance, Debo Samuel, T. Higgins, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So you can see the premium for... I have a very, and I've talked about this before, and I'll probably talk about it forever, but I have a very specific draft strategy in, in rookie, uh, not rookie drafts, um, in dynasty startups. And it's to go receiver heavy because they last far longer, especially if you yes. get them younger than a running back will. And running back is something that I can deal with, you know, like get a couple of guys that could be sufficient. You know, my pick coming in the seventh, I have, you know, Damian Harris. Uh, I have guys like Damian Harris. I have guys like Miles Sanders in PPR leagues. Um, I have a guy like James Conner, who is old as dirt, but uh, not old as dirt. Is he 26? Yeah, he's 26. Um, but he's a yeah. little bit on the older side. Don't know what his situation is or where he's going to go. You have Rashad Penny, who you can take. Um, so there's just a couple of different, and then you got older men like Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon, who can still produce fantasy. So, like, it's a position where it's you can easily trade a first round pick. 
in a rookie draft to acquire once the rookie draft comes along to acquire a running back um, or, you know, use that pick to draft a running back high. Yeah. Um, Cause it's just such an easy position to kind of build uh, and trade for. Whereas wide receivers, people hold on to those and quarterbacks, they hold on to those like, like it's glue. And um, so you can get to some sufficient running backs to start your 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 dynasty team, and then figure it out kind of later at that point. That's kind of my strategy: just get those young wide receivers who you know you're going to hold on to for a while and have value, and then figure out the running back position when the time comes. Because there's always there's like I said, I just listed off a ton of running backs that could totally be values. Yeah. But anyway, rant over. <laughs> Do you have anything else? No, I. I, I agree, though. Um, I do think it's nice for like my team that I have at least one guy that I can rely on for a couple years in Jacobs, mm-hmm. where you're in a spot where I'm not sure. I mean, there, there are definitely yeah. some guys out there that will probably be good for 2022. I think James Conner, uh, maybe Damian Harris. We'll see what the Patriots do in the backfield in the offseason. Um Miles Sanders every year. Mm-hmm. Um, Penny, I think, would it would be a good pick as well. So there are guys out there. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I want to take receivers um, and quarterbacks. We both took quarterbacks early. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I think that's, that's the way to go. All right. There you have it. One of our first real mock drafts has to be a, a startup because literally don't have any other information right now. But uh, anyway, yeah, there's your first 2022 Dynasty Startup Mock Draft. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, We have a lot of stuff planned next week. See you then, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at TheFFChamps.